Welcome to SolkanaCast, two broads talking broadly about health, the physical, the emotional, the nitty-gritty, and the fun. Real thoughts on real health. The information provided within this podcast is not designed to and does not provide medical advice, professional diagnosis, opinion, treatment, or services to you or any other individual and is intended for general information for educational purposes only. Welcome to episode 32 of Sulcana Cast. Today we'll be interviewing Natalie Davis of Move Colonics. So excited to have her on here. It's going to be a great hour. I'm your co-host, Lucia Hawley, nutritional therapy practitioner. And I'm your other co-host, Hannah Weiderman, owner of Sulcana Fitness and Wellness. Yay! Woo! <laughs> Hannah, how was your week? I don't know. I forgot to think about it before you asked me. <laughs> um, um, oh, I got a massage. Ooh. It was great. You got cupping too. Right? Yeah, well, I cut myself. <gasps> I'm a self-cupper now. Oh, my God. I'm so You're jealous. I know. Okay, <laughs> let me just tell you. I went to Amazon.com, and I typed in Korean Hansol cupping set. Sure. H-A-N-S-O-L. I heard on the street that these are the cups to get. Okay. They come with a pump. Mm-hmm. And you have 17, like, a th- a seven, for some reason, 17 cups. So powerful like, number. <laughs> there's, like, 14 of the same cup, and then there's three varying sizes mm-hmm. i love them it's amazing so you can do your own cupping it's so great because cupping is so expensive and you can get still i mean fire cupping is awesome yeah and so you can go like when you can afford it to right. do it but if you want cupping more than once a month or more than once a week you got to do that on your own and once you've like been cupped a couple of times you know like how much pressure to be applying and right I also like um, know where my muscles and tendons are so that's really helpful yeah (laughs) if you do it yourself you should probably get like an anatomy map or something (laughs) and you yeah if you don't Don't know wrong you probably won't fuck it up to be honest I mean you can't really do it that wrong yeah you it'll just if you do it totally wrong like if you make it way too hard then you'll just take it off quicker (laughs) you'll be like I can't do this (laughs) so it's great that's cool yeah but I went a little extra last week and so now I'm really bruised up (laughs) That happens. What How, about you? How was your week? Well, wait. How was your challenge? Oh, what was my challenge? <laughs> your challenge was to either take an Epsom salt bath. Oh my or gosh! You make these moves. You're right? n- you're not gonna like this answer. My Epsom salt bath was again too cold. What is going on with okay. your house? <laughs> I turned my water heater up like to max capacity. I think there is some thing that prevents it from getting hot in the tub. Oh, someone like suggested your hot water just using. Pipe. The shower to fill the tub next time. See if that changes anything. Do your showers get pretty hot? My shower gets hot. My water out of my sink is boiling hot yeah. as it comes out <laughs> when I, the water heat is that high. But my my bath was still ice cold. I was so sad. That is but so I did sad. use magnesium it's, or Epsom salts, and then I put magnesium oil on. I did that like four times this week. <laughs> Not because of the challenge. Ah. But yeah, I tried my bath, and it was so sad. I'm so sorry. <sighs> what about you? Um, my week was really good. Again, every week I say this, it, it flew by. I've been shifting my food, so I'm kind of dipping into some ketosis, which I, if you listen to the um, episode where we talk about ketosis, I'm kind of lukewarm about what ketosis is and if everyone should be in it and just all the quote-unquote shoulds that go with it. But for with what's going on with my health, it's been really awesome. So I've been feeling oh, really good. good. Yeah, which has been great. And I did your challenge. Uh, Hannah's challenge to me was to incorporate some like bodybuilding, like bicep pump, basically. I don't know what you call it. 
Um, it was great. I did that in addition to my other strength training on Saturday. It was really fun. Did you get a pump? I did get a pump. Did you notice the difference? Well, visually, I don't know, but I felt it. Okay. I felt it the, the next yeah. day. Well, during, after, nice. like right after, okay. and then the next day for sure. Good. Yeah. Great. Well, let's welcome our guest. Say hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. All right. So we have Natalie Davis, uh, owner of Move Colonics. Love that name, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. It gets right to the point. Yeah. <laughs> also, on your front page, what does it say on the front page? Oh, trust, trust in, in your, your next, next move. move. <laughs> so it can it can be that trust in your next move or bowel movements or it, it just covers everything. I yeah. like it. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah. So, yeah. So... Hannah, or well, Hannah has not been in yet. No, and I, has. no. I have. And I honestly don't know anything about colonics except for like. Here's here's what I here's what I think colonics are. Mm-hmm. Okay, you go put on. a tube in your butt, and Ding. then all the poop comes out. <laughs> <laughs> and you wash it out with something. I don't know. Maybe you squirt it, some saline out there. No. So the beauty <laughs> the beauty of colonics is it's strictly filtered water. So okay, without the use of chemicals, anything like that. So. It is the gentle method of cleansing the colon of poisonous gases, accumulated waste, and toxins. Like um, methane. Fart. Methane farts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, I mean, I do use a speculum, but it, mm. you know, it doesn't go in very far, and it's just a really gentle, and this is helpful, Lucia, that you've yeah, done it. So totally. you can kind of talk about it. Yeah. Um, what did you think? I thought it was, I was very nervous going into it, but really, <laughs> I would be nervous Yeah, too. really excited, and I had known Natalie before, so I was like, she's cool, this is not a problem, but still, it's like, oh, we're talking butts today. I talk about poop, but do I talk butts? Not not so much. Right. Um, I don't know. It was super professional. It takes like two seconds, I feel like, to like yeah. get the process started, yeah. and then you and I were just like chatting for like, what? 20 to 30 minutes it's while... 45 minutes okay um because so it's, it's like any other muscle like that's when those muscles start to get tired that's why the actual session is 45 minutes mm-hmm. um but yeah and it's the interesting thing is it the first time because people are so nervous you know they can kind of contract or be in sympathetic mode fight or fight, like coming off of right? rush hour and then they try to do this colonic and they won't have the most successful session that's why it's really important because the sessions build on each other kind of like mm-hmm. any i mean anything because we have to think about it like you know we're not going to do a juice cleanse or one colonic or one crossfit and get better overnight right you know it's years of accumulation years of like what we've done to our bodies environmental toxins food toxins like everything so sometimes that's hard for clients to kind of wrap their head around because we because we're just so trained on that quick fix kind of stuff. right yeah so the idea is that you'd come back on like a weekly basis a monthly basis um everybody's different so if someone comes in and they're chronically constipated like i will usually have them come in very close together like the very right. next day or a couple days you know whatever they're having like a severe problem yeah, yeah in the first session usually we're just like soaking and hydrating because so many people come in and you guys have had these episodes like so many people come in and they're dehydrated yes. and it's like it's just everything i tell people <laughs> is just like so fundamental but mm-hmm. it's with our busy lives it's so hard to follow but I'm like you got to be drinking that half the body weight and if you're doing extracurriculars or whatever you're doing like drink even more and right. then you know a lot of people are in this kind of like 
coffee, whatever yeah. it is. And Co- I'm like, that yeah. d- that's acidic and dehydrating too. So you got to drink more. So we spend a lot of their first session just soaking and hydrating because it works from that end too. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so what's the... Well, let's start from <laughs> what brought you to poop? Poop. <laughs> um, what's your story? Yeah, what's yeah. Your, what brought you yeah. this way? So I'm sure you guys, do you guys each have a friend that's kind of like the one that like jokes about poop a lot? Yeah, it's Lucia. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> yeah. So like I was always that person mm. because I always had problems going to the bathroom. Like I was raised on the standard American diet. I grew up in the Midwest, Wisconsin, and every time I, like, would go to the bathroom, it was awful. Mm. And I was, I kind of had that, like, going to the bathroom anxiety, too. um, So, anyway, um, no one ever thought to change my diet. So, this went on for, you know, decades. And then, you know, you go to college, you you don't take care of yourself. 20s, don't take, you know. And I am... Working in corporate America, you know, ended up going to the sales side and I was working this really intense job of traveling a ton. Mm. And towards the end of the summer, this is kind of gross, but I started getting chronic yeast infections and then I could link it back to like my anxiety and mood swings and just like everything was off. Like I was in like my skin was dull. I looked like I'd aged five years in one. It was just like everything was like not working properly. Um, So I started going to the doctor. They'd spend five minutes with me and give me an antibiotic. Oh, no. No, (laughs) but they did. (laughs) I took it. Um, But anyway, so like, yeah, then I'd have to jump on a plane. And so between all these work trips, I'd go and I'd ask my friends, I'm like, who's your doctor? Because like, mine's not helping me. Same scenario. Five different doctors over an eight-month span. And, you know... I'm not saying there's anything wrong with Western medicine, but like in that instance, like there wasn't, it seemed like there was no time to help me. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, I started researching and found all this stuff on Candida. And I was like, well, that is obviously what I have. The yeast overgrowth that's like pushing out of me. Mm -hmm. And so I did this super strict diet. I was taking the appropriate supplements and then like there was one piece of the puzzle that was off. I couldn't get my digestion on track because I had all this old residual in there. So I'm also saying like our bodies are intelligent enough to heal themselves if we're doing the right things. But I had gotten myself to such a place that yeah. it was like I was eating super clean, but it still didn't matter. You needed matter. a kickstart. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And so I, my coworker at the time was like, have you tried colonics? I'm like, I'll do anything. And so I <laughs> went, yeah. And I went and after my third session, like all my symptoms were going away and I'm just sitting there my fifth time. And I'm like, I gotta get, like, I had to tell people I gotta <laughs> do this. It was the craziest thing to throw like all my years of my career right? away, but I'm yeah. like, I'm doing this. And when you're pushed and like so passionate about it, there's, nothing's gonna stop you yeah wow. even the haters even the haters <laughs> but people haters always get out yeah. you know what first of all people there's so much well there's so much resistance to change when oh, yeah. it comes to like people trying new things they're mm-hmm. like there's no way that i would ever do a clinic there's no way i'd ever try crossfit there's no way i'd ever do yoga like pick the <laughs> thing it's polarizing because some people love it right 
that's what gets people. They can't stand that people would have like a passion about it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm that's like, let the, it go. That's the other thing too that it's like question things. Like why did it take me eight months to be like, okay, like this is weird that a, I'm assuming a magic pill is going to change everything. Like right. right. What makes, and I have a lot of clients come in and they ask me a ton of questions. There's a lot of trepidation. And I'm like, what makes more sense filtered water to clean out your bowel or the medication you're on that's causing all of these symptoms and why you're here Mm because most people's you know and again some people need to be on things for a reason but like most people's medication they list and then all the symptoms are all the symptoms of the medication. Of the medication. Right? Yeah. They're, they're treating symptoms of other medications. Yeah. And now they're like on new being medications. being on a bunch of antibiotics is not going to help you poop. Yeah. It's going to make it really hard to do. And I'm going to tell you right now, like, I've been doing this for year, a couple years, year and a half, or two and a half years now. And I'm still trying to repopulate my good bacteria mm-hmm. from when I would, from all that antibiotic use. It's, it's not like, oh, here's this probiotic. Everything's going to turn around. Like, that's a garden you have to like really take care of yeah people don't realize how powerful and when these little kids are taking them and just stripping their yeah internal environment it's just scary Mm -hmm. right this is a side note but the my dog had to take antibiotics after he got his teeth removed and they were like okay this is extremely important you have to give your dog this probiotic because if his stomach doesn't have any more gut bacteria, he will potentially die. I'm like, what? Like he can get an irreversible disease from like having low gut bacteria. I'm like, if yeah. that's true for the animal, it's definitely true for us, even if it doesn't look exactly the same. Like it, it maybe yeah. is quieter and more like long run devastating for mm-hmm. people. Like it's not gonna kill them the same day, but. What, you're well, looking at me like it will. Uh, will well, it? I feel like there can be some pretty <laughs> profound yeah. issues that can come right. from antibiotics. So that should tell you, like, oh, no. Yeah. yeah. It's not a good thing. And that's, that. like, I don't know if you guys have looked into, you know, the fecal transplants. Yeah. yeah. We talked about it, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Someone suggested I do it. Really? Yes. Huh. I totally... I back that. <laughs> I, here's why. Because, like, I have this cough that I get every year, and it's, like, awful. It's, uh, like... From basically every doctor I've gone to is kind of conflicted information, but I finally got like an endocrinologist to say that told me that I had like vasometer rhinitis that like my body reacts to the environment in a way that is it thinks it's like it needs to shut down and go into like emergency mode. So it starts like draining fluid down my throat and then I cough, cough, cough. And it's like at this point, it's like a my body is reacting to itself type of thing. Mm-hmm. And someone I know who's a nurse was like, you should try a fecal transplant. Mm. I was like, what? Mm. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Why could you say that to me? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, this is the thing I was going to say about that too, is like they're actually preferring to get um, third world country stool versus here because we're just too clean. Like we're antibiotics, antibacterial, like we're, we've wiped out everything. It's like, we need to just go out there and eat some dirt, but we can't even trust that anymore. Nope. Right. <laughs> right. Our dirt's too messed up here. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, but you're not saying like, it's the magic cure. It's not like a snake oil thing, right? Like it's just part of a bigger process that, of taking care of your body to do a colonic. Yeah. So a big thing when my clients come in is like, the first thing I say is like, 
I just want to be totally transparent. This is not a miracle worker. You can't go eat a bunch of shit and come in here and like have a colonic. <laughs> right. you, it's in combination with the diet. Like what goes in must come out and you're here because of that or whatever, you know, it's a laundry list of like hearing history, hearing the overall, hearing people's stress levels, you know, because I've worked with people who have held on to their stool because of stress in their lives. Like, yeah. I mean, crazy like this mm. woman came in and she quickly gave me her history she's like I went through a divorce five years ago like since remarried moved here from Chicago you know everything but she had this weird energy around it so she goes through her first session and it was kind of you could tell she was kind of uncomfortable and then the next one same thing and I was like I don't want to cross any boundaries but your divorce just because again like she had this weird energy when she was telling me it and yeah. she's like mm. It was horrendous. And then all of a sudden, this like black stool was just flying through the tube. And it was like five years she was holding on to all of this stuff, this stress that she mm. was going through. And it's crazy. And that's the stuff that'll eventually, you know, domino into really bad chronic disease. Yeah, interesting. And mm -hmm. what's cool too is because I've done a colonic before <laughs> and I've seen the process, been involved deeply with the process <laughs> is that you can see when you're when that that stuff is flushing out you can see in the machine what's coming through yeah so as the um client and then as a practitioner you can start to really understand so you're saying there was a black goo yeah for other people there could be undigested food and yep. i think that's such a cool <clears throat> clue i just had a really another really miraculous story <laughs> where this client comes in she's like i mean you could see just like the almost like give up in her face and she was like you know I've I'm on Prozac I'm on Adderall I'm on a thyroid medication and she's like they don't know what's wrong with me she's like I'm, I'm to the point where I almost can't get out of bed because I'm just like oh so fatigued and so we start working together by her like second or third colonic there's all this silt at the bottom and again I don't diagnose or anything but I will suggest like that I've never seen so much of that before it's heavy metals at the bottom of the mm. tube and so I'm like I this is you're the healer at the end of the day so you know you will leave here and do the appropriate things but here's some websites to look at heavy metals and your body will tell you if this is something you want to look more into and so she's been coming a lot because we're trying to get this out she's doing we put her on a heavy metal detox she's doing infrared saunas too like a bunch of stuff and i mean she we've been working together now for maybe like two or three months and she is skipping into my office she's <laughs> off prozac she's like you know slowly weaning off some of that other stuff and like she could have like she went to another colon hydrotherapist i know and she was like Natalie saved your life by like telling you this mm. and it's just crazy it's weird for me to even say that out loud like I just it's like to watch these people naturally heal is just um, it's amazing yeah so that's incredible yeah. yeah that's so cool yeah oh you're changing lives changing lives <laughs> there's something to this idea I think that like people come in and they have no practice of self-care mm. and when they meet someone like you or like Lucia or like me then they suddenly have access to this idea of that Amy talks about which is like radical self-care mm -hmm. suddenly it, we're saying like no it's more than just this it's more than just you're not sleeping enough it's everything else like you're not taking care of yourself yeah and you deserve to be taken care of and that can come in yeah. like five different forms at once really like the saunas and 
it maybe that person also changed their food and then that suddenly they had a new lease on like I should do more exercise and like yeah. try these all new th- these new things it's like meeting that person who tells you like you need to and deserve to take care of yourself and here are some tools Mm -hmm. and there are so many tools you can try and that's what i love the most is these clients that come in that you can tell have a seeker personality because they're open to it i mean maybe they need a little experience to rupture that mindset a little bit Mm -hmm. but like as soon as they get a taste of something that works then they are more open to it and if i don't have the tools to help them like building the network and that we have an awesome network in the twin cities to be like go to this person this person's a healer you know like Mm -hmm. it's really it's great so what are the biggest critiques of it (laughs) of colonics in general what do you mean like when people because some people don't like them right So I would say um, sticking to it because like I said, a first colonic can be like some people can cramp and I tell them it's kind of the storm before the calm. Like you'll kind of cramp, cramp and have and then have a release. But it's because, you know, if a person comes in with chronic constipation, they have weakened those muscles. So Mm -hmm. as they're exercising and toning, it's not it's not horribly uncomfortable, but it's not comfortable. Um, So to get them to stick with it is the hardest part. And then, so they would say it's kind of like uncomfortable. Um, You know, people are so used to like, when you have to release, you go to the bathroom and you kind of push. Here, you just kind of relax, you're in parasympathetic mode, rest and digest, and you kind of let it happen. Um, So that pressure, again, like it's a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other critiques are probably, I think the, the critique the most or I get the most before people even see me is just like how weird they think it is right you know like what that's I mean? what I mean mostly yeah. is yeah well the woo woo the woo woo part of it like what does Dr. Drew say that you were <laughs> that you were mentioning before we yeah. recorded oh yeah so like with practices like this they do they definitely think it's kind of woo woo but this is what I say like we kind of touched on it like what makes more sense like the magic pill that's going to like heal but then you get all these symptoms or just filtered water to clean out that stool and then monitor how you feel um so it can be kind of woo-woo because it actually does like when you are cleaning out your intestine your transverse colon passes through your solar plexus chakra so there's a Mm. whole like spiritual aspect um which Again, I feel like I'm very balanced with the way I see all of this. I, be, you know, I believe in it. And if I like study it enough and get it, like I, I like it. But um, that's the other thing because there's a lot of people who do this, maybe more on like the hippie side. So like if you walk into an office that's kind of uncomfortable, you're like, oh, I'm not really into this. Right. Right. So that's why when I started doing this, I'm like, there's a definite white space for like just a clean contemporary colonics in the cities kind of thing yeah yeah um so that's what i was going after just so people who do want the science behind it can come in and do that um so there's i don't know where i was going with that (laughs) (laughs) well what's what is like the the science behind it 
Um, so there's this is the hard thing with things like this because colon hydrotherapy right now is like where chiropractic care used to be. Like, remember when that oh, first everyone's came like, out? I don't know. Yeah, about yeah. cracking my back. Yeah. yeah, and then acupuncture came out, and that was like the weird thing. And now like that's taking insurance. So like colon yeah. hydrotherapy is like where that is. So with practices like this, because it's not you know backed by a big pharmaceutical company i there's no like real studies and statistics which weird people out but then at the end of the day people aren't really questioning who's behind any of these studies right. or oh my what companies paying to make you think i just posted this on my facebook page about like in the 60s how sugar companies were buying off people to like sell that oh no sugar doesn't cause heart disease or mm -hmm. any of this stuff and it's just like it's scary if you don't really look into these studies. Totally. Um, so I have a really great article and that I always offer to email my clients over of all these doctors talking about how they've used this in their practice. Mm. And I had to dig through the internet for that. Yeah. I mean, like when you Google anything of these types of practices, what comes up first? Like Mayo Clinic saying this is don't do this. Why? Because it's preventative. You know, like once people that's their, what they say is don't do it because it doesn't. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is they say don't do it because it like they'll say things like it punctures. It does not puncture. All my equipment is FDA approved. Mm -hmm. The only time there was ever anything, it was one like one time in the 80s in Europe that someone was using <laughs> like not approved FDA equipment like it is it's so incredibly safe it's unbelievable mm -hmm. there's a like backflow valves throughout the whole system there's a three-stage water filtration system like everything is like completely flawless all the speculums I use are disposable like everyone gets a new one and it's just you'd have to like try to make something so wrong. they're saying don't do it because it's not it, it's not us we're not it's not doctors pretty much i yeah. see okay because yeah. they don't want you doing these preventative me measures right. that's the you know right that's my conspiracy and then yeah no one that's will... my conspiracy theory <laughs> they just don't want it. us to be healthy no totally and going yeah. back to that studies thing i think it's so true and so frustrating even with nutritional therapy people yeah. are like oh well okay lucia you say this but where's the study and it's like I can I can find you a study that supports this. What's and that cat study? The cats, the Pottinger's cats. Yeah, yeah, like that that's is, great. That should be everywhere. I'll, I mean, I'll link to that in the show notes too. Okay, because yeah. what is it? Yeah. So Pottinger was this guy who basically fed. He had a couple different groups of cats. So with the cats, he fed one group their natural diet, so raw meat, um, and then the other group he fed them milk. Another group that was like raw milk. And another group, he fed them pasteurized, homogenized milk. Mm -hmm. And so he would have these generations of cats that he was studying. And he was looking, okay, if I, with these different cats who are getting these different types of food, what happens to them generation after generation? What's their bone structure? Are, what's their social nature? Are they happy? Do they get anxious? How, how well do they develop? And then how well do their children develop? And so over time, the cats who were fed their natural raw diet of meat were really healthy. They were really like proactive and like hunting and they were socially very um, like just good to go, just happy cats. And their kids, their kittens were healthy and all that jazz. The cats that were drinking the pasteurized homogenized milk as their primary source of food, their kids would tend to get sick. 
wouldn't really develop the same way. Their jaw structure would change generation to generation. So they were having this degeneration of mm. their physical body because of their diet. Oh, jeez. So that is one Weird. reason. Weird. Yeah. And that, I mean, that, <laughs> his studies, and then what was cool is that he was also showing that, okay, you can have these cats who like seven generations in are just like not doing great and look kind of funny and are really anxious all the time. But if you start to feed them and their children their natural diet again, they can reclaim their health after a set amount of generations. So they can have healthy kittens a few generations later on if you just start to bring back the nutrients that their bodies actually need. It's a really cool study. And yeah. it's definitely referenced a lot in nutritional therapy, and I'm sure yeah. in any any of these realms. But, I mean, if you said that to, I feel like, a typical doctor, they'd be like, whatever. Like, I'm, just no. like, how, I'm like, how can you argue with that <laughs> right. kind of thing? Or, right. like, how can you argue with that other study with the mice, and they're fed crack and sugar, and they go back to the sugar? Like, how <laughs> can you not say that's not addicting? Like, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's... In addition to those types of studies that still don't, in my opinion, get enough funding, you can still, one, can find any study to back any opinion that they have. So when people ask me for studies, I'm just like, Confirmation okay. bias? Yeah, I can find like, you anything you I'll want. I'll find you anything. And then if you really wanted to, you could find anything that would counter my argument. And then we could go into who is funding either study, and we'd probably both be really pissed off. Yeah. So <laughs> let's not. That's the problem. Let's <laughs> like, try it. All body sciences, mm-hmm. like you know even exercise phys there's there's stuff that like is basic understanding that everyone agrees on and then the way you approach things it's like there's always so many arguments and so many different ways to say well this works and this doesn't even just when it comes to things you think would be totally intuitive at this point yeah um like how frequently do you need to work out that's there's still so many different ways that you can read that Mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of different articles about it what kind of food should you have eggs or not like you could find anything you want you can yeah and you will and your opinion can change and it will yeah. and then you will eat them and then you won't eat them the most important thing is just to find the team that you trust like get your <laughs> you know find your colonics person find your nutrition person mm-hmm. find your fitness person find your massage person your acupuncturist <laughs> and then find a doctor who views all of those things as the complete picture of your body who's like great you're doing massage on a regular basis you're getting acupuncture and you're trying colon hydrotherapy that's awesome like here's also something else you could try and that's the thing too like every body is different and everything we're doing like technology everything we're trying to be faster 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 at the end of the day it does take work. Yeah, and it's, and it's a slow like, down process. Yeah. It's life. Yeah. Lifestyle. It takes time to put in the work to build muscles. It takes time to put in the work to make your body, you know, digest better. Like, to cook y- food, there's no, yeah, there's no shopping. overnight fix. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But like, you the, can't just get a one clonic and then, like, go to one CrossFit class and call it a day. Yeah. But that's the thing, too, is that if, if you're putting in these long term ways of supporting your health, you're going to get those long term benefits. you'll be be able to move through a hard time easier like your body will will be able to digest a donut and just move it right through the system Mm -hmm. if you normally eat like whole foods and like broccoli and like vegetables that nourish you meats that nourish you Mm -hmm. then you have one donut and you're good to go (laughs) or any anything else could be the the same if you're getting regular i'm sure colon therapy and then you have like an off week 
it's not like it turns everything around if you're taking care of yourself regularly. Yeah, and so that's, since I've been on this, and I don't <laughs> like the word journey, but it's a journey. <laughs> yeah. um, but anyway, like since I've been on it, like when I was in my 20s, like just angsty and like I just, you're in your 20s anyway, but so you're <laughs> like that, but like when you're like going to these happy hours or like, you know, living how people live, like you just feel awful and you don't know how good you can feel. Now I never get PMS. I never, like, unless I'm doing something to your point that like shifts my schedule or something like that. But like, it's amazing how you can trace once you're at a good point to foods or right. to trigger things. Yes. And then you can bounce right. back way quicker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that can really help take people out of that victim mode that can be so scary to have them even before any of this be like, oh, I don't want to do change. Change is bad. Yeah. I'm, I'm not right. I won't be able to fix this myself. This isn't for me. This isn't for me. And that, that what comes that to, that <laughs> totally is where you're at too with your health, the mm -hmm. way you think like that. Because when you turn things around, you just have a totally like positive outlook and a, it's just totally different because of that nerve that runs from your main brain to your gut, the vagus nerve. Like once you're operating in a great place like when you have all that shit out of you pretty much i mean like people are full of shit walking around and then it clogs it and that sends the signals to your brain and that's where like this depression and anxiety and all this stuff is coming from but they don't like link it to the rest of the body right. everything works together and now they're doing there's all these studies coming out about the lymphatic system being yeah. linked to the brain as well and so it's like if you're lodged up with these toxins, and that's another buzzword that people are so sick of too, but like, it's the truth. Like if you have stool sitting in your colon, it's pretty much like garbage in a garbage dump and fumes and toxins are coming off of it, creating gas and blow, and then eventually mold grows over it, and which is yeast and all yeah. that other, the bad bacteria. Like it's just, thinking about it like that makes more sense for people. And then that stuff can get carried throughout the body and affect everything. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's, when you, when we really question and understand it, like it makes sense, right, you know, yeah, we're right. just not. We're just like, here, do this, take this pill. Like, yes. go to, yeah. 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 And also there's, ugh, there's this other idea that maybe this is radical for me to say. <laughs> but I feel like now there's a new language around fear of change, which is like, that's, that's, I'm going to keep my boundaries. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. People are, people will say things like, oh, I just like can't commit to this dietary change because I need to have better self-balance and I need to like set my boundaries and I think that is like a way of just closing off in a lot of ways of course I think those things are really important at the same time so it's hard for me to even say that maybe, but it's maybe it's finding like true boundaries right versus like authentic versus inauthentic right or I think there's a like use of inauthentic walls yeah and calling them boundaries or saying, you know, this isn't just, I'm not comfortable with that. And so I'm just not going to push that way because it's important for me to be comfortable. Because of course it is important. <laughs> I don't want to trigger your anxiety. But at the same time, if you, I, I could only share with you what it looks like on the other side <laughs> to feel like what yeah. real authentic self-care is and authentic boundary creation around what feels actually good, not just what is makes you think is better because it's safe. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. It's safe to not get poop taken out of your butt. <laughs> That's like oh, safer right. for somebody to yeah. not make that choice. Right. But to try it and to like allow yourself to feel if it changes you or gives you some benefit and that's really offering yourself you've totally hit on two things too it's like the mental like i kind of talked about with that example of the client but like people who know or like believe they will authentically heal like they are the positive person like they heal or they make the changes or like it's the whole body thing mind and body that make it huge and then there's also the people who take this self-care to the extreme where like the time management piece like they wear themselves out yeah doing yep. self-care yes. because yeah. they don't know how to organize their time appropriately right. right so yeah there's just there's a lot of facets and at the end of the day like we just have to do what works manage our time well and like monitor if those things are working you know, because yeah. I'm not saying like colonics are for everyone. Right. To your point, like some people just may not, it's not their thing. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we all have buttholes too. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> it's no big deal. I mean, you must really think it's not a big deal because you look at a lot of buttholes every yeah, day. I do. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's you must really, see a wide I variety mean, of buttholes. I oh have God. that book, Everyone Poops, mm. sitting in my little waiting room because it, it's That's like, good. you know, we just, we got to get over. Right. We got to get over yeah. that stuff. Right. Yeah. I mean, you go to your gynecologist or what is it? What is it? What's the other one called? (laughs) The man one? (laughs) The penis one? I don't know. What's a penis doctor called? Penis doctor. Do do people with penises go to a penis doctor? They don't have a specific. A male. A male. Really? There's no such thing as a penis doctor? It's an interesting point you bring up, though. Why do we have a why do Why do, yeah, vagina havers have to go to a gynecologist and penis havers don't? The computer's Like, no, but I don't think, I don't think that Josh has ever gone to a special less, penis doctor. There's less going on with the penis. Let's okay. Let's be real. We have Is a there, bit or? Speaking of it, like, so there are nerve endings that run throughout the entire length of the colon. Like, the colon is attached to everything. So, mm-hmm. that's another benefit of colonics. It is hits all those reflex points. So, prostate, when people have urinary tract infections, uh-huh. like, that is colon health. So, it's all connected. Oh, all you would connected. not think about that. Yeah. Oh, a, a penis doctor is a urologist. A penis doctor. <laughs> so we of would course, have those too. But that's a yeah, that's a urologist. <clears throat> yeah. I could go to a urologist, right? A ur ure, ure, urethrologist is this essentially what that is? Here's here's the question on men's health. <laughs> I know doctors who specialize in women's health are called gynecologists, but what's a doctor who specializes in men's penis called? See, you're not the only one. <laughs> not the only one. No, also, like, let's just be clear, not everybody who's a man has a penis and not everybody who is a woman has a vagina. Definitely. True. These Definitely. are just vagina doctors and penis doctors. <laughs> this is different. Well, how did we get on that track? Because we're talking about, we're talking about digestive places. tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie, do you, feel like, do you feel like you have a typical client or do you feel like it, it spans just I, such a wide range i don't my youngest client is nine and my oldest was probably early 70s wow um it, yep it's really you know the nine-year-old came in because she 
and this is another thing that goes back to like the whole body, mental, everything. She was abandoned by her parents and she has this fecal incontinence, which is, if you're familiar with that, she will hold her stool and so only a little bit of stool will squeak out in a liquid form. Mm. Um, and that is coming from her anxiety, like oh, her abandonment anxiety. So yeah. like we do a lot of work around like how she's feeling, how she, and she, but since we've been working together, like it is turning around. It's amazing. She's not having the accidents anymore. Wow. Like it's really, it's great. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's no real, there's no real fit to this. It's it's pretty much the people who are open minded and know sure. that they need to get help, right? And, and are looking for something that they haven't found yet too. I feel and like. that's and maybe you guys feel like this too. Like, I get people after they've been through the ringer mm. with yes. Western medicine, and yep. I was that person too. It was like this didn't work after eight months, so here I am. Can you help me reverse the damage now that I've put on top of what was mm. already wrong, kind of? So. Oh, yeah. We see people when they're, they've tried everything else or they just, like, haven't given themselves the permission to try anything. Yeah. yeah. That's when we tend to see people right. come in and look for something new, like a change, a real change. And that's the other huge piece of this, too, because I don't know if you guys have talked about the min- minimalist stuff, but mm. I'm totally on board with all of that. And because I'm doing it, consumerism is everywhere I mean like yeah. I can't even like turn whatever and so this is what's selling all these people you know the standard American diet whatever and yeah we have a lot of education behind this but like I just had a client the other night that I'm like she's like I eat fairly well I eat fairly well and then I'm like okay so walk me through a day in the life she starts out with like bagel with cream pretty cheese. much like Sarah <laughs> Lee wheat bread mm-hmm. yogurt I'm like there you've already hit on two of the allergens right like, no yeah. wonder you're but not <laughs> every commercial featuring a smiling woman is a commercial about yogurt <laughs> yep so they're you're like a- mm. yeah and I'm like you and now with the marketing companies jumping on probiotics grass-fed oh, totally. um activated now you know it's like all this stuff I'm just like oh like people just don't know like pick up up and if you're reading the label you probably shouldn't be eating it <laughs> right <laughs> right if you right. wonder yeah yeah, yeah. So um, there, so Natalie is in a book group with me, Words of Wellness. If anyone is listening, you're welcome to join in the Twin Cities or beyond. But the book we're reading this quarter is called In Defense of Food by Michael Pollan. And that Sara Lee bread and flavored yogurt he was just talking about in like the chapter that I'm on, where he's talking about, okay, these could technically be foods that maybe your grandmother or your great grandma would technically recognize. And that's kind of like, oh, don't don't eat a food that your grandma can't recognize but he's like if he if you had your grandmother read those ingredient labels what is actual bread it's flour yeast and water right it shouldn't have sugar or the gigalepilate seven yeah Yeah. or multiple types of that and preservatives and bean gums and all these things that bean gums bean gums no matter what and same with the yogurt getting a go-gurt in a tube your grandma would be like what is that high fructose corn syrup is the first ingredient before the 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 what the product actually is that's being marketed which is a yogurt so dairy before that milk that's fermented it's high fructose corn syrup yeah that's number bonkers. one sugar oh 
So it's a good it's a good read. Just if that any of what we've spoken about really piques your interest, it, he does a really great job of talking more about that in detail. Yeah, and that. I would love to be there, but I'm going out <laughs> actually to San Diego to get trained on the Gerson method. <gasps> What's cool. that? So the Gerson yeah. method is the natural cancer curing protocol with fresh juices, coffee enemas, castor oil packs, things like that. Um, and again, like there's a time and a place for everything. Sometimes you can combine this with Western medicine, sure. mm-hmm. but there's not, in my research, I don't know if it's buried in someone's website, but I didn't see anyone around here that doesn't. And I've worked with people who have cancer. Um, and so I just wanna be that reference sure. for them. and I practice. That. Yeah. I mean, oh. if, you're, if you're like dealing with cancer and you, I'm sure, there's always like more things you could try that would feel therapeutic and good instead of just chemo. Yeah. And so this I mean, person, oh, chemo too, maybe whatever the doctor says you need to do, obviously to get rid of it. But yeah. And Gerson, he was a German doctor, Dr. Max Gerson, and he cured himself of migraines with his diet and things like that. And then it kind of blew up into this whole cancer curing protocol thing. So mm. yeah. But Oddly enough, their actual clinic has to be in Mexico. Weird. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but they have an institute, you know, like you can train in San Diego. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I feel like okay. that's a very hot debate is people's opinions on the Gerson therapy. Oh, it totally it's like is. like people it, are polarized, I feel like. It's interesting. I, I agree. Yeah. But I just, I'm so intrigued with these different. Yeah. So yeah. I I always like to try it and form my own opinions because yeah. every nowadays, especially with social media and mm-hmm. the internet outlets, like we're so emotionally unintelligent that people spew out yes. a so really uneducated, stuff. you know, whatever they think right away before they even like right. try it. Yeah, and, and the reality is, when you you know if you have cancer. You, you don't understand how what choices you're going to make until you're in that type of situation. Right. right now, I might be able to say, oh, that method sounds great, or, oh, I would never do anything non-traditional. And then if I had cancer, I may suddenly throw that all out the window and yeah. make my decision in that moment, mm-hmm. you know? So having multiple options and lots of different methods. agree. Right? And that's the thing, too, like with people that I've worked with, like, you know, when they're sick and going through chemo, they don't have an appetite. And, you know, one person I know was having, like, chocolate malt. I'm like, that sugar is feeding anything that they didn't get, you know, kind of thing. It's like if they could mix it with the Gerson method and have the fresh juices, (laughs) like, at least, you know, there's some some way to keep your body sort of feeling like it's still yours. Yeah. Sure. Right. It's bringing imbalance to a time that's could be very highly unbalanced. Yeah. Is that method, is the idea that you would replace traditional like cancer treatments or it would be in partnership with or or either it's a little i am viewing it as like a mix you know or you know someone it it really depends on like the stage people what type of like so many different factors and if you were going to do this a hundred percent if you're going to mix it if you don't want to do it at all kind of you know it's just like i also want to meet like-minded people that are trying to you know follow in a movement like Mm -hmm. the more we can get education around like we can cure our bodies with natural things like let's for you know let's get to know each other across the you know us like i love that aspect of it too right there's a lot of people that are going to be there that you will (laughs) yeah be people that you can 
network with and yeah. connect with. And that's the same with colon hydrotherapy. If I ever travel anywhere, I always get colonics just to like meet more people, see if mm. they're doing something I'm not doing. Like we have references. I've even the Adam Carolla podcast, like I've had people from there or people call me from California to give them references of who they can see in California. Oh, that's cool. great. Yeah. Cool. So, and then it just makes us a bigger network of yeah. people. So. And the more people are that are exposed to it, the more likely your business is to thrive anyway. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So how often so. do you get a colonic? <laughs> so I probably do one maybe once every couple of weeks or once a month unless I'm doing a cleanse. So right now I'm doing a heavy metal cleanse myself. Um, Cause again, you can pick up heavy metals from environment, from fish, from anything. One of my, um, another colon hydrotherapist broke a, a thermometer when she was younger and played mm. with the mercury. Like, thing, you know, not ah. that everyone's doing that, but you know, that's an example. Yeah. Um, so right now I'm probably doing a couple a week just because while you're detoxing from this, it's not fun. Mm. And so the quicker you can get this stuff out of your system. All right. So I partner with um, Green Bee Juicery too, and they have a three-day cleanse um, and a three-colonic kind of deal too that we do. Um, because as you're loosening stuff, you can like the colonics help to get it out you just and i'm sure you're you've experienced it when you've done sugar cleanses with people or whatever Mm -hmm. like that herxheimer's reaction where you get the gassy bloaty headaches and her that's similar to like if you give up coffee and you go through the headaches that's what i always tell my clients because they don't really understand that um it's the quicker you can flush it out through water colonics whatever sweating like you want it out of your body so you don't just have to sit there with it. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Especially when your body's trying to process that stuff and yeah. you're not getting it anymore. Like you're not getting your sugars anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all the candida are dying and they're just like <laughs> sitting in your in your butt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like this out. this heavy metal cleanse has been really intense with like the headaches and the mm. and I thought I you know I'd gotten through all that, but as you're shaking it up, it is not fun. Like mm. the just it was it was an, it's interesting yeah I'm only on my second week <laughs> are there have you ever seen anybody who comes too often who starts to get like obsessed with that idea of being the snake oil miracle cure or someone who's just like I don't feel clean I must do my colonics I actually don't really okay. no yeah because do you think that's because of you because you can give them so much information I would bet <laughs> because I and I tell all my clients the goal is not to have you come all the time the goal is to have you and I say this like pooping like a pro on your own right because because eventually, and you know, people in the beginning, as we're getting that old residual out, like they need to be coming because there's, you can have six to 10 pounds of fecal matter in your, you know, digestive mm. tract. Um, so as you get out some, then the other stuff slowly moves and like it can take two to five days after your initial colonic to reestablish your bowel movement. So like it's a process and it takes time, but as these clients continue to come, then eventually they fill and they have a medium brown stream of perfect poo coming out. <laughs> and then they, can, and they then get a gold star. <laughs> they get a gold poop star. And then they like, we can talk, we talk through every session. Yeah. And eventually like, I rem- there's a couple I've been like, you've you're you're done now you're good and then like like, come back in the future if you need me and then yeah yeah, and then I like I actually have one of my clients that I worked a lot with last spring that was going through a parasite cleanse and I just Mm. saw her name pop up on my schedule I'm like yay it's like family (laughs) coming back I'm so excited to like see them but um yeah and most people don't have it's 
time. Because again, colonics are like a workout again for your colon. Yeah. So mm. like you people, I think, don't love to go. But when they leave, they're like, I'm really glad I did that. Right. Kind of <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 I mean, the idea of having like a tube up your butt and like trying to get all your poop out. I can see why you wouldn't <laughs> find it appealing to go, but find a, the result very appealing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and eventually you get to a point where you're like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to like have that like fresh, elevated feeling. Because when you're not clogged up, you you are more like that brain fog lifts, everything like that. Um, so you get to that, but it takes a little bit just because we're cleaning up that old stuff. Yeah. Like I worked on a guy that quit smoking a year ago and he first one had flu-like symptoms and like oh yeah and him and his wife both did it and this is like a prime i love it when people come in like as friends or couples or whatever um like she went home felt fantastic he had the flu-like symptoms and came back and did his series of three and i was like he was so nervous about the whole practice mm-hmm. i'm like i don't think i'll see him again and he signed up for another series of three because he's like i feel so good he's like i didn't have to be on the patch i didn't have to be on like the nicorette gum cool. because it does help with addiction because as you're cleaning out those colon walls you're not gonna crave that stuff that brought you in in the first place right kind of thing. Yeah. interesting oh i love that yeah Again, changing lives. <laughs> changing lives through poop. Yes. <laughs> One stool at a time. I bet you have so many of those just waiting in your back pocket. <laughs> so many. I've heard them all. <laughs> oh, man. Jeez. Jeez. That, well, we're coming up on our time. Oh, Do we really? cover? Is there anything we didn't cover that people wouldn't know? Well, we got the basics. Like, what does it mean yeah. to get a colonic? Why would you do it? What are the maybe the things that they've heard before that that are myths about colonics. Mm-hmm. Do you have any myths? Any other ones besides what we said? Like it's too woo woo. Oh, here's one I've heard. <laughs> people use it as a weight loss method. So people can lose a little bit of weight, but it's not going to be. And this is what bothered because when the the fact checker came to me after the Minneapolis St. Paul magazine thing came out, hmm. I told them twice. I was like, do not put that in there. And this is another, like, you got to question everything, like, that you could lose 6 to 10 pounds. I'm like, no, like, you can have up to. That doesn't mean you're necessarily going to get it out. So, anyway, like, I've had a client lose, like, a couple pounds because I do have a scale in there that they can weigh themselves. Um, Some people can gain a little bit just from, like, the The water. water. Yeah. Yeah, hydrating. Um, So, no, the the only way you're going to really be losing is again the combination piece yeah of getting, nutrition getting your nutrition down having those perfect poops which you guys have talked about and like just monitoring yourself like there's no if it's a miracle cure there's something wrong you know what i mean <laughs> question yes. that yeah yes so. yeah. okay great because i feel like that is the biggest maybe myth about it is that it's a miracle cure or that it's seen as a miracle cure but I feel like after talking to you that's very clear clearly not the case yeah and that's the thing too like everything that's out there that like makes its way down it starts with like you know celebrities and then the people who can afford it and Mm -hmm. then it comes down to us you know um that's where this practice has been with celebrities and then also um it's it's trending right now right and which is 
a you know it's good that it's trending but at the same time it's not a trend like this dates yeah. all the way back to egyptian times yeah. it's been in history the only reason this practice waned in the 70s was because laxatives came on the picture yeah and mm -hmm. it was a quick fix so this started being pulled out of hospitals and nursing homes wow. interesting mm -hmm. i have one more question what is your opinion of enemas um so i agree with both again like this gerson method practices coffee enemas because it helps to detoxify the liver does that just mean you put coffee up your butt yeah <laughs> so okay you're, I've so you're doing it at everything home. like probiotics <laughs> you're gonna probably get some uh <laughs> backlash <laughs> um but like probiotics i put apple cider vinegar distilled water you know like you tried everything yeah. to cure that before you did colonics or you've just done that since i've just done it just to like reestablish no. that to try to keep repopulating my good bacteria right mm -hmm. um but i totally agree with enemas the difference between enemas and colonics colonics soak and hydrate the entire length of the colon which is about five to five and a half feet enemas only get to the like lower portion of the colon five to ten inches in mm. okay. um, but again they're both good if you're working on it and i've also read a lot you know people think you can get addicted to this stuff but like i said you can't, it'd be really hard to get addicted to this. I mean, you know what I mean? It'd be a lot of work. It'd be a, it'd be a lot of work and a lot of time and I don't know. Yeah. A lot of poop. Or very expensive too if you're I going mean, to a practitioner. It's, a, it's not like you can just clear the whole thing right out. It's not like you're going to have completely yeah. empty colon from now on. That's not the goal of it. Yeah, exactly. Right. No. I think that, yeah, that speaks again to some of that American culture where it's like, we need to be really clean and like, don't touch dirt and yeah. have all the antibiotics. Have and, like, no poop in your colon somehow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't need to poop. You're not a human. Wait. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. So. Um, more poop. <laughs> poop. More poop. Can you tell people where to find you? Yeah. So Move Colonics is on Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Um, the closest busy intersection is Fairview and Grand. Um, so I am west of that. I'm. Uh, it's 1887 Grand Avenue, movecolonics.com. I'm on Instagram. Yay. Don't be embarrassed to follow a colonics page. <laughs> I like a Facebook page. <laughs> when people are like, see it later, and it shows up in their news feed, and it's like, Hannah Whiteman has liked Move Colonics. <laughs> no. Oh, be but proud. Yes. Yeah, I'm be proud, proud of my poop. <laughs> yeah, so. That's great. It's fun. Awesome. Thank Thanks you so much yeah. for coming. Thank you guys. This has been such an enlightening conversation. I yeah. I knew nothing about colonics going in except for what Siobhan was had told me. Is that a colonics pun? Enlightened <laughs> <laughs> because you'll feel enlightened. <laughs> or going in? What are we even talking about anymore? <laughs> oh my. <laughs> so I'm now. I feel like I understand it. I can definitely tell people about what it is. Yeah. Good. Explain it myself. Advocate. Yeah, I can be a poop advocate. <laughs> Join the team. <laughs> Great. Well, thanks right. for listening, everybody. This has been a very informative podcast, Poop Central. Um, thank you to our guest. Thank you, Natalie. Thank, thank you, you Natalie. <laughs> um, thank you to Move Colonics. Oh. Thank you to Taj. Thank you, Taj. Because that, that, that first day after your third colonic when you have a nice, solid poop, that's the feeling that Taj provides just by being in the room. Yes. Always. <laughs> Check All us right. out next week for more Sulconicast. Do it. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Sulconacast is produced by Taj Ruler. Subscribe on iTunes or visit sulconacast.libsyn.com. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N.com 
for full episode information. You can also visit our website at sokanafitness.com to stay up to date on everything health and fitness. Join in on the conversation over on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Sokana CrossFit. See you there.